Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. We are going to do a short today on the Dallas Cowboys. Obviously a very a very highly successful season last year. Well coached on both sides of the ball. Uh, obviously rookie star power, a great offensive line. A lot to be excited about in Dallas. However, I'm not as big a fan as many out there, I have a feeling. And I just have some concerns. Um, Tough schedule coming up. Tough division. Um, It's not that I have reservations about Dak Prescott, but I think he's going to have to do more. I know he's going to have to do more. I I mean, he he passed every test with flying colors, but he's going to have to operate from the pocket more. People are going to game plan uh, around him more. His supporting cast to me isn't quite as good. Uh, he's going to have to step up in year two. And I'm only saying that for Dallas to get to where people are projecting them as a contender. And honestly, I look at the league and I think the Patriots sit alone. I think Atlanta and Seattle and Pittsburgh are in the next tier. And if I look around the NFC, there's probably four or five teams I'd put ahead of Dallas, you know, including Green Bay. And without divulging it, maybe a team or two in their division. Um, I won't probably pick the Cowboys to win their division. There's a lot to like, though. I mean, I I do think Dak Prescott is a longtime franchise quarterback, and that is not a term I throw around, you know, loosely at all. I don't 100% trust his accuracy, and I'm not sure that he's will, you know, able to take a big step in year two from where he was. And Ezekiel Elliott's obviously a superstar and, you know, backed up by McFadden. I would think Elliott's role as a receiver is bound to, you know, expand a little bit in his second season. He was a really good receiving threat coming out of Ohio State as well as pass blocker. A great offensive line. Well, there's three. It's a great offensive line. But three phenomenal, I mean, honestly, potential Hall of Fame type like career offensive lineman. And I do think it doesn't get talked about enough that Tyron Smith missed time last year. I mean, to me, he's the best offensive lineman in the league. But Frederick and Martin are right behind him. I mean, I can make the argument that Smith is the best tackle, Frederick's the best center, and Martin might be the best guard in the league. That's awesome. I mean, and those guys aren't going away for a long time. They're locked up. It's an amazing situation. But I have reservations, though. I mean, there's going to be two new starters on this offensive line. Not that Leary and Free were superstars, but they were pretty good, especially Leary. Um, Leo Collins has a lot of ability, but is he better off at right tackle or is he better off at left guard? Doesn't have experience. Um, I would think Chaz Green will probably be the left guard. You know, Jonathan Cooper's in the mix, but they didn't do anything in the draft. And, you know, I think that was a little bit of an oversight. I also think it was a bit of, and, and depth here overall is not all that good. Um, I also think it was a bit of an oversight to not address the tight end situation. Uh, I, I think Witten 
obviously he's going to the Hall of Fame. He's had a great career. He understands how to move the chains. He still has a role. But I don't think he keeps defense coordinators up at night anymore. And I know there's some good rumblings about Rico Gathers. But I wish there was an heir apparent or a younger guy there. And I don't love the double tight end sets they're going to throw out there. Um, the receiving core is pretty good. I think Des Bryant's a, a number one receiver. And again, I don't throw that term around loosely either. I don't need to tell you that. Cole Beasley is a, a very important, very Prescott-friendly, move-the-chains, pure slot guy, extremely sure-handed and drafting Switzer was interesting. I mean, are we going to see both of them on the field at the same time? Is he just insurance because they know how very valuable Beasley is and we can't live without that type of player, especially with such a young quarterback? I think it's probably more of that. So, okay, I understand that. Terrence Williams, to me, is underwhelming, and he's on the field a lot. So, you know, the offense is better than the defense, and we'll get to the defense here in a minute. But when you look at the offense, you know – Williams, to me, two offensive linemen are below average starters. Where I'm not sure you could say that is readily last year. I think Dak will need to do more. Is Witten just an average starter at this point? Probably, you know, as tight ends go around the league. Um, so it's a good offense. Uh, again, I, I'm not bashing on the offense all that much, but I do think Prescott's going to have to be better than he was last year. For this to be a double-digit win team, win the NFC East type of squad. And the defense is worrisome to me. I mean, rarely do I start these shorts with, you know, a, 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 mid, a second-level player. But Sean Lee is the key here. I mean, he's the straw that serves the drink. This defense is night and day when he's on and off the field. Luckily, you know, he's been on more than off lately, but we know his injury history and it's frightening. Um, can he play 16? I, I don't know, but let's just operate under the assumption he will. And the defense is much, much better when he's out there. Also on the second level, they have a real wild card in last year's first, or second round pick, Jalen Smith, who probably was a top 10 type player if it wasn't for his condition. Is he going to help this year or not? I mean, in, I think it's what, July 1st here. We don't know that answer. I don't think there's any reports have been positive, but is he going to be an, an impact player? Is he going to see the field this year? I don't know. They also have Hitchens. So, best case scenario, Smith and Lee play every snap, and they play up to their potential, and, and there's not health issues, and wow, their linebackers are great. More likely, that doesn't happen, <laughs> you know, and hopefully it's not the worst case scenario where both of them are on the sideline and can't get in the game because of injury. The front, I wasn't the biggest... Taco Charlton fan, but to get him that late in the first round, I got no qualms. Certainly is a need position, but you know they got suspensions and injuries all over the place here. Um, David Irving to me is a really intriguing player. He's suspended for four games. Randy Gregory suspended for a year. Demarcus Lawrence is coming off some injuries. He's kind of a wild card. He has a lot of ability. I could see him having a bounce-back season. Tyrone Crawford's still in the mix. Maybe Tapper's more of an impact guy in his second season. Uh, maybe you get more out of Malik Collins on the interior in his second season as your penetrator. Poor, pure, pure 4-3 three, three type of team. Uh, don't like to blitz a lot. So they really do have to generate pressure from their front four. 
And there's guys that are capable, but all of them have big question marks. And there's not no one that's even resembling a sure thing as being a consistent contributor up here. Cedric Thornton's a nice player. They have Paya there, too. I mean, the defensive line's not terrible, but they ask a lot out of the defensive line. And Rod Marinelli will maximize these guys' abilities, but there's a lot of injury concerns. There's suspension concerns. Um in the end, I kind of look at the defensive line and think it's probably not good enough for what they ask of them down after down. Same is probably true for the secondary. Um, a lot of change in the secondary. And they got some guys like a Wouzier and Jordan Lewis, the second and third round picks, that I never thought they would get where they did. So, I mean, I, I think they did well. But those guys are still rookies, you know. I mean, how much are they going to help now? You know, you got Scandrick, you got Can't, you, you got Nolan Can't, uh, Nor- Nolan Carroll, excuse me. Um, Anthony Brown was a, a success story as his rookie season. You know, six round pick last year. He's a keeper. He played well. I love Byron Jones, and I think he's only getting better at free safety. You could play him a corner. You can put him all over the place. He's intriguing. But I think guys like Church will be missed. Um, you know, right now you're looking probably at Jeff Heath, I guess, as a starter here. Just a lot of question marks, you know, that uh, and when I'm looking through the Cowboys, you know, through the lens of other contenders, there's a lot of question marks here, including quarterback, including a couple spots on offense, and all over the defense, you know, all over the defense. So in the end... I think Dallas comes back to earth a little bit. I think they're kind of a 8-8 eight eight type of team. 